Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join with me, as always, is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miggy, we suck again. Yeah, basketball is totally lame. It's not fun to watch, not fun to follow. The Sixers are not fun to watch. I've never said that they are fun to watch. Basketball is not fun. Listen, uh, we are coming at you after a two-game losing streak to the Florida teams, Orlando Magic and the Miami Heat. We take an L to the Orlando Magic, led by Markel Fultz, 98-97, where Markel Fultz shot four three-pointers more than um, Ben Simmons and shot two for four from three-point land. Just really want to get that out there. In a uh, kind of an exciting loss, to be honest, we kind of caught fire at the end, shot like six three-pointers in a row. But, um, you know, I also obviously want to talk about this Heat game where we take another loss to the Miami Heat, 117 to 116, where Tyler Hero doesn't know how to miss uh, when shooting anywhere on the court. This was so classic Sixers in every... In every possible way, you know, an amazing win against Giannis, the best team, the Milwaukee Bucks, hold him to like a really bad stat line. Joel Embiid shows his brilliance. And then we lose to the, the Orlando Magic. So predictable. The Miami Heat, you know, and when I was looking at the schedule, you know, at least I kind of thought it would be kind of like a schedule loss with the, um, the Heat coming from back to back. The Heat are actually good. Uh, but Orlando Magic after, I mean... It is a letdown game. I don't know. There's so much to say, and there's so much disappointment in my brain right now that it's hard for me to really articulate everything that I want to say. And it was just a classic Sixers weekend. What'd you see, Chris? Oh, man. So for me, you know, I can explain for anyone who's been in a coma for the last like three months or the last three years, I can explain all of Sixers basketball. In one end of game sequence. Last night, the Sixers are up two with 25 seconds left and they have the ball. Trey Burke, who's not good enough to be offered a real guaranteed contract by any NBA team. He's on the floor in place of Al Horford, our $100 million signing. Because, you know, Brett Brown figured out that it's a good idea to have multiple guys who can dribble and shoot. Trey Burke finds our highest paid player, Tobias Harris for an open dunk, which he misses. The (laughs) rebound goes sky high, and in an amazing display of pure Ben Simmons athleticism, he jumps out of the arena and tips the ball. Now, he doesn't catch the ball because he can't take the free throws. He tips it to Joel Embiid, our seven-foot center, who is actually our best free throw shooter by a significant margin. At this point, like any classic tragedy, (laughs) Joel knows the team's fatal flaw is turnovers, which happens when he passes the ball. So instead of passing it, he decides to hold the ball, expecting the other team to foul. Even though Josh Richardson's wide open, Trey Burke is wide open. Jimmy Butler does not foul. He pokes the ball out of his hands. Tyler Hero comes down and hits a go-ahead three. We end up making the game continuing to make the game close because we're actually a really talented team, but we of course lose. There, talk to me about, talk to me about the end of, um, the end of games and, and being Sixers, Miggy, you know, Brett Brown, Is it overrated, underrated. Well, Brett Brown, you know, he was asked 
what'd you feel talking about the magic game how'd you feel about that last surge in the last two minutes where we were out of it then suddenly hit six three-pointers in a row and he said i don't care you know we can't be putting ourselves in that position and it really just does not matter and i totally agree with that of course but also there's just so much randomness to an end of game sequence like that like Tobias Harris missing that dunk, that wide-open dunk, is insane. The Sixers hitting six three-pointers in a row to bring it down to like a one-point game is insane. And it's not something that we can put ourselves... Like, we're going to lose those games sometimes. It feels it's, like it happens all the time. And though there is randomness... This podcast is about feelings. Though there is randomness, it seems more like good teams that are able to... Like, championship contenders... They eke out those games, and we just didn't. But I still feel like it's randomness. I'm just all over the place, Chris, and I'm really sad. And, um, you know, we're actually at the Shake Milton Minute. And uh, I'm actually going to introduce a new segment to the pod called Sixers and Six Presents Chris Shits on Al Horford. What do you got? Uh, Brief Al Horford rant. Why is he here? Minus 25 last night. Um, Yeah, he was a disaster. uh, Why is he here? Why is he here? Why did we swap out one of the best shooters in the league for a center? Why is Embiid still playing back-to-backs when we signed Al Horford for $30 million a year? Uh, quick talk about uniforms. The Heat unis are so nice. I love that Orlando's uniform shirt sponsor is Disney. It just feels right. And I feel like we need to replace StubHub with a more Philly-centric Wawa, Yingling, Pats. I don't know. No, it has to be uh, Purell. I thought we I thought we already determined that it's a Purell sponsored team. Listeners, please write Sixers and Six at iCloud.com. Tell us who our shirt sponsors should be. 